Howdy, 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 y'all. Welcome to another episode of Americanda with your old buds, Corey and Travis, who didn't know I was about to start recording and he's fucking laughing over there. I caught you off guard, I think. I always feel like I'm ready and then I never am. <laughs> it's always like, a, I'm like, this is good, this is good, and then it just surprises the fuck out of me for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. Well, this whole show is going to be a surprise to you, I think, because I didn't even tell you what the theme of the show was. Oh, I didn't tell you anything about the music. I was like, I'm just going to let it roll and see what happens. And... uh I fucking made a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't help at all. <laughs> I feel really bad. Um, guess what the theme is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like it's uh, ooey and gooey for sure. <laughs> ooey and gooey story. So this week, uh, episode number 77, we're playing all shows, all show, all songs about fire. Uh, why? <laughs> because I looked on my long list of topics and I was like, I bet I could knock that out real quick without Travis. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like, you just type in fire to uh, Spotify and like one million songs comes up. So one thing I did was uh, I Googled a list of top 100 songs about fire and then I crossed all those off my list. So I didn't want to play any of the fucking bullshit ones. No, that's like, good. no Johnny Cash Ring of Fire. Oh, yeah, no, like, you can't put that one. No, like, uh, Jimi Hendrix, let me stand next to your fire. No, like, doors, light, let me light your fire. Whatever. None of that no, shit. No Billy Joel? No. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Okay. Got rid of all that. Uh, one song, uh, <laughs> on the way up here, I was like, Travis, I found this really badass uh, Japanese hardcore band. And we listened to that on the way to this show that we're at right now. And uh, they're on the show this week. Oh, good. I, I'm sure everyone will. Uh, <laughs> I'm, that'll be a polarizing one. <laughs> so we got that to look forward to. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't seen you in a while. What, what have you been doing the last couple weeks? It's really funny. I was, uh, I was in my trailer earlier today when you were on the way to pick us up. And I was like, man, it's been so long since I've seen Corey. It's like crazy. And then I just looked at my watch. It's been 11 days. It's only been 11 days since we saw each other. It feels like a lifetime. Oh, yeah. I feel like 11 days is the longest we've uh, probably been apart since January. <laughs> since January, Damn. which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, did you miss me? Yeah, I did. I did. I was like, it'll be really good to talk to Corey today. So last time I saw you, we were sitting in your truck uh, doing this show, watching uh, a bunch of people for like an hour straight go into the show that we had just played, the, the, the park that we had just come out of. And uh, we sat there for an hour doing the show, just watching them stroll in. And I guess I way underestimated how many people were going in. <laughs> when I was like, all right, show's over. I'm going to go get my truck and like fucking leave. I go back in there. It was, I mean, had to have been 15,000 people. Not shitting you. Like You sent me a picture and it looked like fucking Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And then... Our van was just kind of in the middle, and, like, all four sides were just surrounded by, like, blankets and babies. And I just sent you a text. And I was like, well, I guess I'm watching a drone show. Yeah, my, uh, my immediate response was, like, I was, like, probably a mile down the road was, oh, I should turn around and just, like, do this. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going back in there. There's no way I'm doing this. So the, I, knew, I ended up staying there for a couple hours, just getting pinned oh in there. Oh, my God. And I watched a drone show. How was the drone show? It was kind of awesome. I, I've seen like two of them, and both times I was like, "Dang, this is pretty cool." Like, I thought it would be fucking dumb, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> hundreds of like fucking drones with lighting up with, and they look like three D like birds yeah. and jets and cars and yeah, it was awesome. I've even seen like really just shitty ones and was like, "Oh, this is okay, cool, <laughs> like all right, I'm into this." Yeah, and. So then after the drones went away, I was like, well, that beats anything we're about to see 
firework wise because I've seen fireworks for 40 years. The technology has been the same. I've seen all that firework has to offer. I feel when like is, when is that gonna? When is that technology gonna evolve? When are we gonna get better firework? I didn't. Yeah, like what? What? When are we gonna make a like an atom bomb firework where it's just the biggest firework you've ever seen in your life? You know. I don't know, but when we were setting up for that show, our buddy was running sound for the company, the production company, and he was like, "We spent more money than any other city." And any other firework display in the entire state of Texas, this is the biggest, best one or whatever. And we're like, all right. <laughs> I was almost sad I was leaving. You missed nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Through your tests, I realized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just have seen everything firework technology has to offer, and it's just boring to me now. But if that wasn't bad enough, halfway through, it was just like, da 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 I was like, that could be a finale. I don't know. It was pretty lame if it was. And then all of a sudden, like, nothing and then for like 10 minutes, nothing. Everybody starts leaving. A guy comes on a microphone, but it's like not super loud. And he's just like, everybody don't leave. We're, we're just having some technical difficulties, but it's not over. There's more to come. Or technical <laughs> yeah. difficulties with explosives. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody said maybe something was caught on fire. I don't know. I didn't oh, see yeah, the, the fire. The, uh, the rumors start yeah. to mill about 15,000 people. Right. <laughs> uh, so... It clears out, which uh, bodes well for me because I'm looking around like, dude, as soon as this is over, I think I might be able to just whip this van out and go yeah. now because all the ones immediately in my area were kind of gone. And then uh, every all 15,000, we're going to have to sur- filter through the one sidewalk through one gate, and that's the same sidewalk and gate that I was going to have to drive on and through. So I was like, I'm going to have to be stuck here another 30 minutes or an hour yeah. waiting for people. Yeah. Well, they all left at this point. Damn. And I was like – just enough people that left where I was like, I'm going to have to watch the rest of this. Yeah. And the guy's like, 20 more minutes, I swear. And then there's going to be 20 more minutes of fireworks. And I'm like, fuck, all right. So it was 20 minutes, <laughs> a long fireworks show. Yeah. So I was like, all right. And then it, if 20 minutes comes, uh, the show starts, then it was like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes more of fireworks. So I was like, all right, I guess that was it. Yeah. And then everyone's leaving. And then like, Pop! One, there was like one extra one. It's like, yeah. oh, that's pretty fucking fitting. And then as, as I'm driving away, just pop! It was one more. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and then uh, the next day, Trey sends us a video, or a, a, it was a news story, and it was like, City of Irving, it was like all of their fireworks didn't get popped during the display. Yeah, like and half, they were, half of them didn't go off. It was all over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> they had to like shoot them off the next morning. Like, who the fuck got fired for that one? Best firework display in Texas. Yeah, uh, I was so sad when I heard it, and just the videos the next day of them shooting off fireworks in the middle of the day was just so fucking sad, man. So fucking sad. Really fucking fitting. Uh, uh, That was, we already talked about it, I know, but what a weird show that was. That was a weird show. Especially after, when I saw how many people were there for the fireworks, like, it's got to be around 15,000. And then how many were there for our show, which was several thousand, not 15, but literally you could count 20 people watching. Yeah, I, I'm, and most of them were like, because we didn't advertise for this show because we didn't fucking care about it, to be honest. And But our mega fans knew, and they were out, and that was good. So those 20 people were just people who really liked Dutch, which was nice. Yeah, that's always really fun. Yeah, but nobody else gave a fuck at all. <laughs> those facts to us. Yeah. <laughs> It was funny because because the stage was there and it was in the way of seeing the fireworks, everyone set up on either side of the stage. So there was no one in front of us and like a thousand people on either side of the stage of us. 
Uh, so what else? Oh, since we've seen each other last, we uh, we were cooped on our record, which yeah, is that's, that's big news for us. I don't know if we've ever done that before. Less than a year. And it's been year. less than a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Now they only get half of our record sales. <laughs> Yeah, and then after that, we get 100%. 100%. It's, it's, this is profit. We're in the profit yeah. zone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which feels very successful. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, you know, that's like an extra, that's an extra bit of money every fucking tour yeah. when we get home, you know? Yeah. That'll be fucking nice. Because well, like, a lot of our sales are record sales, and, yeah. like, not having that income was not de- super detrimental, but it'll be nice to have it back. Well, it's like major label artists, like, number one on the chart, these type of people, like 90-something percent of those records never recoup. They never make a profit. Yeah. And uh, it's just that, like, the 5 or 10% that do, like, make such a profit, it covers 100% of, uh, you know, all the losses, so it's worth a gamble for these people. But, like, yeah. people like us, like, you know, we have no chance. And, like, we, we fucking did it. We recouped. Yeah, we did we, something we, even these big guys can't fucking we do. We fucking did it, and we barely – I mean, I guess that's the fucking magic of touring as fucking hard as we do is yeah. you're – Always putting something in somebody's hand. Our fucking fans are awesome. Uh, we got home from that show, and I realized uh, we were 69 vinyl sales away from recouping. And I put a thing, I, I was hammering Twitter for like one day, and then we got all those sales like within like two days of that. Yeah, watching the countdown was wild. I was like, how did we fucking sell this many today? Like, that's wild as fuck to me. Yeah, we had a, like a group chat, and it would be like, 14 down, like yeah. 12. And we were just yeah. like high five, and it was every fucking few minutes, it was just another sale, another sale. I mean, I always figured we would recoup, but uh, I mean, that was a lot of money to, to, fucking, to make in a year, and you know, we didn't see any of it. No. <laughs> just like how the music business goes, but I'm super proud that it happened. Like, no. I know somebody commented uh, when I was like, hey, we're trying to recoup and we're this close and I put it on a Facebook group and uh, everybody's like, what does this mean? I don't even know what that means. So like when you take out a loan to make your record and to, to do all the marketing and yeah. all the different... People don't realize record labels are essentially just banks for bands. It's right. not like they just give you money. You have to pay all the money back. Right. And there's more than just the studio cost. There's like mixing and then there's mastering and then there's printing and then uh there's marketing and then you gotta hire a radio guy and the, there's so uh, maybe two or three radio people yeah. and well, we had two different ones because there's two different kind of charts and yeah. then we had a, a publicist and yeah. there's so many people you're trying to pay off of it that like your your bill gets higher and higher and higher and higher but they're all expecting you to cover all that so all that because goes you're into, getting bigger so you can pay them more right, right. maybe so all that goes into the, just the cost of your record and so um we paid all of that back plus a giant chunk of interest because they don't uh, banks don't just give bands money they expect a, a, a ridiculous interest rate on it as well so I mean I feel like that was a pretty ridiculous interest rate but maybe not as much as a bank I don't know uh, it was more than a bank but less uh, the thing with the bank is you're on the hook for it no matter what and if we wouldn't have recouped they wouldn't have taken us to court or whatever that's the uh, that's the give yeah, and take yeah. of uh-huh. like having a stupid interest rate, but since we're a band, uh, not taking on the risk, so. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's um, people don't really realize how this shit works. People are like, oh, you guys got a local record deal. Like, you're doing it now. And that's where a lot of bands go bad because they're like, oh, we got a record deal. Look at all this money they gave us. 
let's fucking go wild. And it's like, man, you guys got to just like immediately pay that back. Yeah. And then a lot of bands never recover from That's it. your money. They're loaning you your own money. Yeah. Yeah. As a loan. Like, yeah. Yeah. You have to give this back to them. Yeah. So uh, that's where the money went. And the, the guy was like, what happens now? And uh, so, yeah, what happens now is if next time we sell a record, which we're planning to show today, I'm sure we'll sell a vinyl out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to keep the money. Like before, we were giving 100% of that money toward this loan to pay it back. Now we get to keep the money. Like yeah. so. so thank you for buying all of our record uh, this last year. But please keep buying them so we can still get paid from yeah. them. Because we, we, yeah, yeah. we haven't gotten paid from them before. <laughs> now we start to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's what I want to say is thank you. You guys are awesome. You've, yeah. you've, we've never recouped. And now we fucking have. And it feels really cool. And it feels cool to have really cool fans that help us do that. I think we'll even have another special vinyl coming out pretty soon. Oh, I think we can talk about that. No one knows about this. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it online yeah. anywhere. We have another color of vinyl coming out. We're going to take on this Flog and Molly run with this. It is um, foreskin pink. Yeah, I, I was gonna. That's yeah. I was gonna say dickhead pink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a. Uh, it's like a. It's like silly putty. Yeah. It's like silly putty, which is what a dickhead looks like, right? I mean, yeah. pretty much. A big lump of silly putty. That's yeah. what my dick looks like. <laughs> Just a sad lump of silly putty with part of a newspaper writing on it. So we got a super limited run of those. Not very many of those are going to go online. They're mostly going to be at the shows. So try to hit us up on this vlogging run. We've got 30 dates with them and uh, like four dates on the way out to see them. So uh, that's 34 yeah. chances right off the bat. We're pretty much hitting the whole fucking country on this next two-month run uh we're going all the way from we do the mountain states then all the coastal west west coast states then we do all the midwest and all the east coast i think there's only a couple like really large cities that we aren't we aren't hitting yeah you know so it'll be a fucking fun one yeah um other than that i want to play some songs i got a couple more things i want to say here but i'm going to move into the next break but uh we don't have a special guest on this show our first one yeah. in four episodes that we haven't. Yeah. So we're going to make it up to you by doing something that I hope that we do more often, which is we a bunch of our listeners have sent us their personal pants-shitting stories. <laughs> I can't believe that worked. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to play uh, four of those on the show this week, and I want to talk more about that in this next break. But uh, We will discuss them in yeah. depth here. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to uh, play some songs first. Cool. Uh, yeah, we tried to get Chris Knight on this. He said, absolutely not. We didn't do that. He didn't do that. But he is here. <laughs> uh, so we're sitting here, and we're in Bridgeport, Texas, and we're opening for Chris Knight tonight. Well, that's a weird sense. Uh, but our green room is this... Um, is like it a gym? A, what is no, it? No, it's like a... Like a like a physical rehabilitation center, right? Oh, that's right. Right? But we're in this weird room. What does happen in here? It feels like I'm on a porn casting couch right now. <laughs> like, I'm about to, like someone's like, oh, come in. We're going to interview you. And then they're like, oh, you got to fuck me. Like, it's like, what is this room? There was just like a little empty room I found. And Did it, you put these chairs in here? I put one of the chairs in. And there was just the one chair and this tiny little end table. But the end table was on that back wall, and this other chair was on this other opposite wall. So, like, what is this fucking room? They just have a random room. They have just have not enough going on to, like, Put anything use here. this room at all. That's convenient for us. I know. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say how, like, 
kind of weirded out I am by this room. It's uh, yeah, the fluorescent lights and then that like grid foam mm-hmm. ceiling. Yeah, it feels like I said like I'm about to be in a weird like the the weird porn movie. Yeah, yeah this is what I feel like. Oh. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and, you know, we usually try to wait till the end of the show and plug a bunch of stuff. Most episodes, I feel like we forget. So let's just get a bunch of stuff out of the way. Yeah. But, uh, one thing, we're about to go on tour. Yeah. Uh, we just mentioned it. We're going to be out 34 shows or something like that. Yeah, it's like... Pretty much everywhere. Look seven, up our seven, fucking date. Seven, eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Long time. Uh, Vandaliers.com backslash, I think, shows or tour or something. I don't know. Vandaliers.com, you can find yeah, it. You can figure it out. My dad can figure it out. You can figure it out. <laughs> that guy's a Luddite. <laughs> We're coming to you or close to you. Come, come fucking see us. Yeah, come see us. Come say hi. Uh, unlike last time we were out on the road with Foggy Molly, uh, I am sure at least some nights we'll be out there trying to talk to people buying merch. So, uh Last time we couldn't because it was COVID. So this time, come out, say hi. Uh, we'd love to see you guys. That's right. We were on lockdown. We were not allowed to leave the backstage. We yeah. were not allowed to eat at restaurants or go to nearby bars. It was very... Uh, Which is literally fucking impossible yeah. when you're on the road. <laughs> we had to take a COVID test at the end of it to get on a boat. It was it was crazy. I can't believe we all passed. Yeah. So anyway, we should be out and about a little more than we were, shaking yeah. hands. And we love to hear from people that listen to the podcast. It's... You guys are fucking rad. Yeah, it is really awesome to uh, talk to you guys whenever you you come up, and it'll be really funny because I'll be talking to a person, and uh, they'll mention something that I said in a podcast months ago, and I'm like, I don't even remember. I don't remember that, man. I'm so, <laughs> something super you, personal. You're like, fuck. How do you know this about me? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> can you remind me of what this? Like, where did? What I don't know what we were talking about at all. Like these these happen so fast that I don't. <laughs> I don't fucking remember it all. Sometimes we'll listen to him like two days later and I'll be like, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> Which is good because I'll laugh again. I'll go, oh, it was generally, genu- yeah. genuinely funny. Yeah, it wasn't just uh, us faking it. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't just faking it. Uh, what else we need to talk about here? Oh, uh, it helps us uh, podcast-wise. If you guys go on Spotify, all these places – like and subscribe and do all the things you can do. Follow. Uh, uh, hit rate, all the ratings. Rate it. Yeah, it would be great if we got some good five-star ratings, on, especially on Spotify and uh, Apple. It really helps with the algorithm and putting us in front of more people. And um, uh, if you guys like it, it would help us a whole lot. It takes, takes you like one second. It's yeah. all right there at the top. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah. One thing we've been going back and forth on is uh, subscriptions whatever. I had them on for one month, and I had them off for one month, and I've turned them back on because I've figured out a way where it won't take our talking episodes off of uh, iTunes and all the other – because most people don't listen to us on Spotify, it turns out. They listen to us all these other places. Really? And – I was having trouble getting us onto those places. Should we do an Audacity ad now or whatever the fuck it is? <laughs> I was having trouble getting us on those places, but also having the subscription. I'll, it wouldn't let me do all these things. So anyway, the subscription is back, um, but what it gets you now is nothing. Uh, <laughs> it just gets you the satisfaction of knowing that like, you bought us each a Red Bull that yeah, month. You're or supporting guys who are... Only recently starting to do even somewhat okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not doing okay. No, I'm really not. I'm trying to be positive about it. I had a weird... Uh, I did my taxes a couple of days ago. 
and it was bad. Yeah. Uh, but then I had this like dilemma of like, okay, I have sitting right in front of me uh, in red, like the number that I allegedly made last year. And I know I made a little more off the books, but like that was, yeah. anyway, I used that number. And I was like, okay, what if I eat food every day and I put a number down times that by 365? What if I put gas in the car once That's a week, put that number down? I said, what if I pay X amount for rent once a month, put that number times 12? I did just those three things. It was $5,000 more than I made last year. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, what if I like uh, buy literally anything else besides food or gas or, yeah. or pay rent? That's not even paying like a bill. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just put in like, cause you can deduct your meals now. So I just did like, I assume I probably spend 10 to $15 yeah. a day per day on the road. So I counted all the days you're on the road last year, which was like 170 something that we were on the road. And I just like times that by 10 yeah, and deduct, deducted that. And it was like, uh, I still owe a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> I did that too. But I was just thinking like, Tax side, uh, uh, why? Uh, taxes aside, like, I was just looking at them and going, how did I eat food last yeah. year? Uh-huh. I made $5,000 less than it would have taken for me to eat food. Yeah, yeah. And that's not even, like, buying any booze throughout the year yeah. or, like, buying, uh, you know, never going to the doctor, never buying clothes, yeah. never, yeah. Uh, never buying medicine, never buying anything for my dogs, dog yeah. food, uh, never like buying the yeah. wife a gift, taking the yeah, wife to dinner. I was about to say not being able to fucking do something for my fucking wife. Yeah. You know? like, so uh, I've been kind of sad the last couple of days yeah. thinking about that. Well, this is fucked up. I lost my fucking BMI tax, tax fucking shit. And it was like 47 fucking dollars. But now I can't fill the shit out oh. until I fucking <laughs> like resubmit to get it again. It's like, God damn it. Are you fucking kidding me? I have to claim 47 goddamn dollars from fucking BMI. And that's the one thing I lost. Fucking of course. Uh, I bet your number is the same as mine. I'll just take a picture of mine. Yeah, so you can, just so you can yeah, fill out your taxes. 47 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah something 43, like that. 43, 40. Yeah, something. Yeah. That's how much we make in a year on royalties, by the way. Uh, $47. From your songwriting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's fucking right. Uh, Man, I was so I was just thinking. I was watching something the other day, and uh, I don't remember what made me think of this. But we're not sponsored by anybody right now. What if we just do fake ads for stuff on here, just like, but like they're real. Like you know, you're listening to a po- a podcast, oh, yeah. and it'll be like some ad for underwear or some ad for the fucking station it's on. What if we just start doing that, but it's not real? Yeah, I've, we've heard some podcasts that do that for. Oh, really? I think. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Keekers and Ferg used to do that, and they would be like, I feel like the ads would even be about like shitting your pants or whatever. Like, of course, of course, they would make it sound super real though. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Make it sound super fucking real. <laughs> Act like it's not not. A, and now we're from our sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Shit, there's a radio, a new radio station in town, not about a year old. They're called the Freak, and uh, for a while they were having trouble getting advertisers, and. One of the guys was making fake commercials, but they sounded super real because the same guy that makes their actual commercials was making oh, yeah. them. And so they were for like ridiculous fake companies. And one was for a company that will, uh, it was like a, they'll sell you pet snakes, but they'll drop them off to your house by a drone within two days. <laughs> and then they'll like, it had like, there was one that was like Spider Town and they had a, little, and it had a jingle. And it was like, come on down to Spider Town. And it was like, if you have this kind of pet, don't buy a spider, it will eat them. And it was like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just little g- comedy bits that people think are real businesses. Yeah, yeah. 
a couple other things. Let's see. Oh, speaking of how our fans are awesome, uh, I had a listener of this podcast reach out uh, while we were on tour last month. And he says, uh, his name was Rene Perez. And he said, I was listening to this episode and this episode. One was the Outlaw episode, I remember, that one specifically. And I can't remember what the other episode was, but he was like, and you mentioned this, this, and this. And he's like, well, uh, I, know, I don't normally do this, but I wrote a book. And, or he's written several books. But he's like, I wrote this one, and for some reason there's specific parts of your conversation that made me think that you would in particular enjoy it. And he sent it to me, and I got it uh, when we came home from this tour. waiting for me. I, I ripped it open, and, like, I don't read much these days because, like, Twitter has fucking ruined my attention span. <laughs> the last two books I tried to read on, on tour, I got, like, a third of the way through, and I was like, this is really fucking good, and they just stopped reading it. Yeah, oh, dude, I do that all the fucking time. I, I'll come back, like, a month later, two months later yeah. to a book. I fucking read this book, like... Less than a week. I ripped through it. It was like 400 pages. Uh, it was, uh, so, so fucking good. Yeah. I gave it to you. I, wanna, I want you to read it, and then maybe we can talk about it on a future episode. But, yeah. like, it was really fucking good. I'll try to – me and Rachel are about to uh, head out on the road for the next three weeks before our tour. So I'll try to read it then. We're going to have some pretty chill days, so I think hopefully I can read yeah. it in the next three weeks. And the book is called Two Twins, yeah. if uh, anybody listening wants to read it over this next month as well and then maybe we can all kind of discuss it together and Ooh, we can we'll, have a, little uh, book a book club, club. <laughs> yeah. and I'll, uh, we'll, you know we can make a little discussion a separate little discussion bracket in our uh, VFFV Troublemaker uh, Facebook group and uh, maybe we can all kind of discuss it Hold together on. there can we start a new kind of book club where you don't get together and drink tea you get together and you get fucking drunk and talk about a book you read isn't that all book clubs i thought is it was that just, what they do yeah it's just moms like drinking wine well, can't we do it with cool people yeah <laughs> we want to do it with you guys let's, uh, yeah, yeah. let's all get a copy of this book it's called two twins renee perez it fucking rips it's a uh, the thing is like uh, the hit for me was like it's about a couple and they were like about my age i think the maybe two years older than me or something uh-huh. and they're like from texas and they mentioned all these tiny texas towns that i've been to oh yeah i love and, that and looking them up and yeah. stuff if you don't know them yeah and uh they the one the husband's like a musician that's like semi-successful and then like he's grown jaded in his older years like we have and he's mm-hmm. just like talking shit about younger bands and i was like oh man this is really hitting for me <laughs> yeah it's a fucking thing man for sure you're like oh man i mean i even did it today uh i just saw somebody's guitar and i was like oh man what are they doing <laughs> what are they doing i think you're gonna dig this book uh yeah i'm excited uh to read it and you said he lives in london right you should see if he wants to come out to the show yeah yeah well i'll definitely hit him up when we when we're overseas in uh, february and see if we can get him out to the show yeah. isn't that weird you want to see if he can come to the show we're gonna play in london and it's not even a thing <laughs> yeah. i'll get you on i'll get you yeah, on the list. yeah weird man weird we're world nate worldwide baby yeah uh so the other thing that i want to talk about before we play some more songs is uh our fans are also really fucking awesome. Again. Again. <laughs> uh, uh, for the third uh, topic in a row, our fans are fucking awesome because uh, I knew we weren't going to have a special guest this week. And just a few days ago, I put out a thing on online and I said, if you've pooped your pants, let me know. And I got a bunch of emails, like people telling, just typing out their stories. Oh, and, you got a bunch of typed ones? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I need to go read those. I, so, didn't, I didn't see those. Well, a lot of them came like text or DM. Or, oh, like, okay. I got a, but I got a lot. Okay. And uh, some of these people, I was like, I was like, hey, uh, 
just open the voicemail app on your phone, talk into it, and email it to me. And they were like, nah, I'm good. But six people did. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's a great response. I mean, so to, for anyone to be like, well, let me tell you about the most embarrassing moment I've had in a long time. Yeah. You know, something I've never told anyone. So... I said, like I said, I think this is a thing that I want to do on the show more often. You know, maybe not pump six into one episode, but if we can do one a week, fuck, I think that would be a highlight of the show. I mean, I think even maybe they don't even necessarily have to be, you know, poop stories. You, you know, you just do something super fucking embarrassing, have a fucking really great story about it. I mean, I feel like that's cool, too. I like that, too. Listener yeah. story of the week. That's yeah. kind of a fun segment. Yeah, it's like a listener story. We just pick the best one or... Pick the one we want to do that week. And, and we can talk shit about you. Yeah, yeah, and fucking rip you to shreds. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to participate, open the voicemail app on your uh, phone. Everybody's got one. The voice notes or whatever. Yeah, voice uh, Record yourself telling us a story. Uh, say your name on there. That's yeah. what people haven't done in this past, this, this past time. I mean, or don't. You don't or, have you to. Know. If you're too embarrassed about it, you... Make up a name. Yeah. Say something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, say where you're from. Say, like, one thing about yourself. Like, hey, my name is Steve. I've been playing on the skateboard or whatever. Yeah, I do like that. I like a little... Even if the name is fake, tell us yeah. where you're from. A little... Yeah. Just give us a little backstory and then, then bust into the story. And if you want to do that, record one of those, email it to forever at vandaliers.com, and we're going to start putting some of those in the show every once in a while. Yeah, and I've got, I've got a story of my own today, this week. For, I'm excited also. about that. <laughs> you haven't heard it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Nobody's yeah. heard it, actually. <laughs> Fresh shit. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so we're going to play some songs, and then after that, we're going to hear the first poop story of the week. This one comes from a good Americana listener, Kenzie Haynes, telling us a good story about how she got sick and pooped at work. And then uh, we're going to let you hear that, and then we're going to come back and talk shit about it. I'm so excited. <laughs> In 2021, I had really bad food poisoning that lasted a whole month. And towards the end of my illness, um, I was still like trying to chug Powerade to stay hydrated because I just didn't feel well. I wasn't eating. So one day I'm at work. Everyone had gone to lunch. I'm the only one there. And I get up to go to the copy machine. I'm wearing a black dress. And I stood up and I I just, (laughs) I thought I'm about to shit my pants. And sure enough, I like shat my pants, but it, I'm not going to go into graphic detail, um, but I, it, it was just not a good situation. The phone's ringing. I can't sit down. So I pull out the back of my dress and like hold it out from my butt so it doesn't get on my dress because this is only halfway point in the day. So I go in the bathroom. I take care of business. I put my underwear in a Ziploc bag wrapped in paper towels. So I'm going commando for the next like 30 minutes until I get to go on my lunch break. Well, my lunch break rolls around. I go to our Walmart and I'm like trying not to make sure my dress doesn't blow up. I have no, I have nothing. So I'm going into Walmart. I buy a pack of underwear and then I get in the car and I put on the underwear and it was a size too small, but at that point I didn't really care. And then later that night I had to go photograph a parade. And so I was in tight underwear for like another six to seven hours but yeah I definitely shat my pants that day and I hope to never do that again it was miserable holy fucking shit way to what a way to kick off the uh parade of 
Americana listener personal shit stories. That was for Kinsey. Thanks, Kinsey. Yeah. That was. I feel like the only way that story could have been better was if she went to Walmart, got in her car, put on a new pair of underwear, and then immediately shit her pants <laughs> again. <laughs> right? But then it would be okay because you're in your car and, like, you've already got a pack of underwear, so you just put another one on go back to work. Like, it's okay. But it, how amazing would it be if you just, like, fucking diarrhea again as soon as you fucking put some new underwear on? Also, what a fucking trooper. Just, like, I know I'm sick. I've been shitting all over the place. I'm going to work anyway. Yeah. Like, Also, uh, what a great uh, podcast voice uh, she, she has. It was, like... Literally, exactly the true crime podcast lady yeah. voice, it is, was. <laughs> which is fucking crazy to me. Uh, I also have a story uh, where I uh, I shit my pants at work at, at least once, at least once, and uh, I just went home. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. I just didn't clock out. Just walked out the back, man. <laughs> yeah, I've also done it where it wasn't me who shit my pants, but I walked into the men's bathroom and I was the first one to ne- notice shit everywhere. And was like, nope, I'm leaving. I'm going home. I'm not I was going to ask one. you about that uh, next. Actually, Do, uh, have we told that on the story on the show Which about one? when you uh, the half price book story? Oh well, I've got a a couple, but so. Oh, man, I've got... Jeez, you're bringing back memories. <laughs> Tell the one where you walked in and there was shit everywhere and you were supposed to clean it and didn't. Yeah. And then and then hit me with your new poop story. Oh. I don't have anything planned for this. Uh, so that time I was working at the Watauga Half Price Books, number 81. Watauga, the best-selling half price books in the country other than the number one store. And uh, I walked in. I was like, I don't know. I had to take it. Man, I took a lot of shit breaks because I was getting paid for them. Yeah. And... I was pretty good at my job, so I didn't need to be there eight hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be in there four or five times a day, just like on the phone, doing whatever. Anyway, I walk back there, and there is shit. Like, not like somebody missed the toilet, but like somebody didn't aim for the toilet. Like intentionally? Like- uh, maybe, and then... <laughs> Also, I just offered you every CD yeah. in my entire life's collection. You offered me six yeah. bucks for it. This is what I think of that. <laughs> yeah, maybe like that. But then also uh, looked like probably they didn't use toilet paper and no, used no. their hand <laughs> and just like smeared it all over the walls. <laughs> and uh, I just left I, I mean I, I like it was every like it was on the ground it was on the walls on the sink all over the back of the toilet front of the to- under the toilet like yeah. at, like every, one like, of those whose job is that to clean that up like, uh, it, it, I mean I, it's supposed to be the first person who sees it oh no yeah so that's why I left <laughs> <laughs> like just left work completely yeah I was just like boss I gotta take off I feel bad and <laughs> Left didn't Damn. didn't fucking say anything. We also had somebody at that store who uh, it was this big old fat dude, and he'd come in like once a week in the middle of the day when it was pretty fucking dead. And I want to say he did it like three weeks in a row where he came in and just fucking destroyed the fucking toilet, like a huge fucking mess all over the toilet and the ground. And we had, yeah, we had to, we made him not come to the store Damn. anymore. Uh, it was that, he was like, I didn't do that. And we're like, bro, come on. Like, we watched you on camera do it. We also, God, I got two more. We also, <laughs> we also had a guy, same store, 
this couple, or anyway, we're shutting down the store. We're completely shutting down the store. We're leaving the store. Blah, blah, blah. We're out of the store. Uh, come in the next fucking day. Uh, all this hubbub is going on. Uh, I guess someone forgot to check the bathrooms. And like hours before we had closed, a couple went into the men's bathroom and was just in there like for forever. Like and there was automatic lights in the bathroom, but all the but all the lights in the store are out, so you can tell under the door that lights in there aren't on. Like they were passed out or something. Yeah, like I don't know what like yeah passed out doing heroin fucking something. Uh, and then like an hour or something after we had closed and left completely left the store, light comes on. Fuck, two people walk out, alarms all go off, they fucking Damn. run out the back door. Yeah, it was fucking weird. And then the last one, I was a manager at a half, a different Half Price Books. And we had a couple offices on this, like, ramp. And the ramp was also the way to the bathrooms. Okay. So, like, there's two offices opposite of bathrooms. Okay. And one time I'm in there doing paperwork, maybe writing a schedule, and uh, there's this always this like kid who came in with his dad or grandpa, and he was disabled. The kid was, uh, he's in there like every week a lot, because that how do you entertain a disabled kid? Don't got a lot of money, bring him to a bookstore. Uh, one day. This kid just walked out of the bathroom 100% naked. Oh, no. Oh, no. Poor buddy. <laughs> like 100% naked. Oh, no. 100. And he just like, he walks out of the bathroom, just stands in the door of my office and just fucking freezes. Yeah, just stands oh, no. there. And I was like, uh, well, I've never been trained for this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever told me how to deal with a naked disabled kid. This wasn't on that VHS yeah, tape. It was not. It was fucking not. And, uh. I don't really even remember what I did. I think I fucking blacked out. Like, it just, like, to die. I think I... Did like, you leave again? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> the back Peace. It's supposed to be the first person that sees him. Yeah, so yeah. I closed my eyes and felt my way out of there. I think either I yelled for help or I just pushed... It's weird that my memory does not remember yeah. doing this. I think I corralled him back into the bathroom, into the stall, and, like... And I knew who his dad was, so I went and got his dad, and he fucking took care of it. The kid came in forever after that while I still worked there, and never had that problem again. It was just, like, this one thing, and it was... <clears throat> I've seen a mentally disabled person completely naked. That's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was, like, that, uh, you know, thing like what happened to uh, a listener that we're going to hear from later in the show. Shit their pants, but then, like, i got to do something with these. I can't put them back on. Uh, uh, panic, yeah. that, that mode of panic when you're like, i got to do something. I've been there a few times for sure. And recently, this only ha- this happened earlier this week. This was actually earlier this week. Me and uh, I had to go to my dad's house. We were taking care of some stuff, taking care of the house. And we stopped to get some food because we hadn't eaten that day. We stop. We're eating our food. I'm like halfway through a sandwich. And uh, I like push out a fart. And I'm like felt weird but I was like I felt pretty good about it I was kind of like squishing around making sure nothing bad happened I pushed out a little bit more of the fart and I was like I'm pretty good like this is fine I was kind of worried but like I was like that was just a fart like it's not a big deal anyway like we're 
finishing our meal. Rachel's like, you ready to go? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I, uh, I'm in athletic shorts because uh, I've got to do some outside work. Stand up, and then I'm like, oh, like, I'm a little bit wet back there. I was like, but it's like 105 yeah. degrees outside. I could be sweat. It's yeah, like maybe it's just deniability. Some, maybe it's just some sweat, you know. And me and Rachel are both standing up in the restaurant, and I like look down at the chair, and there's like a stain on the chair. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like, it went all the way through. There's a stain. It was. There's a stain on the chair, and the chair's brown. So I'm like, well, maybe I just have a sweaty ass, right? I, uh, I'm like, oh, boo, I'm so sorry. Like, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. And she's like, what the hell? And I run to the bathroom, and sure enough, it's poop. It's <laughs> a lot of, not a lot, but it was poop. <laughs> and uh, I am sorry, one, that I was eating at Jimmy John's, but two, that I pooped. On Jimmy on John. Jimmy John's. <laughs> Uh, so I cleaned out my underwear. It went through my underwear, which is why I wear underwear to keep the poop in the underwear. Yeah. It was so liquid it went through the underwear. Damn. Through my athletic shorts to the seat. But it was like so kind of clear and light colored that you... It could be sweat. Yeah, you couldn't really <laughs> tell. So I cleaned up and just went along with my day, and Rachel doesn't know about this. At oh all. no! <laughs> Good thing she doesn't listen to this. Yeah, show. I know. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna keep this uh, a secret, and if she ever, uh, the only way she'll hear it is listen, listen to the show. <laughs> That's a way you'll know if she ever listens. Like, yeah. What do you mean you shit in your pants, at Jimmy John's? You shit your pants at Jimmy John's? I was at Jimmy John's. No, you didn't. I sure did. I left a stain on that Jimmy John's. <laughs> And I was too embarrassed to clean up the chair. So if you're in Jimmy John's, any of them, just don't sit on the chairs. Yeah, don't even say what city you're in so that <laughs> yeah. people can never eat at a yeah. Jimmy John's comfortably again. That's the thing. If anybody goes to Jimmy John's and listens to the show, it's going to go, there might be poop on these seats. <laughs> <laughs> could be any of them. It could be the one you're sitting on right now. Yeah. Don't sit down. Eat at the counter. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Uh, let's talk... Let's play a bunch more of uh, these stories. We got to get to some stories. Yeah. Uh, we got one coming up after these next fire songs. Uh, we got one from our buddy Eric Coons, who is a professional skateboard player and a and a skateboard player, skateboarder, and Dang. author, and he does a bunch of other stuff. Really? Yeah, and he's got uh, a really great uh, poop story. This is probably my favorite one of the week. So should we hang out with this guy? He's a professional skateboarder. Oh yeah, cool. we should. Yeah, that's Eric, cool. uh, let's get together. I met Steve Caballero once. We'll we'll get along great. (laughs) I know you. (laughs) What is up, guys? Love your music. I got a poop story for you here. Um, All right, so... I'm a big skateboarder. My friend and I were skating over in Plano, Texas one day. Uh, this was like probably 15 years ago, something like that. And, uh, you know, we were skating this little ledge. It wasn't very high, maybe like a foot, foot and a half high. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to do just a kickflip off it, something simple. And then 
Uh, I go, do a couple tries, and uh, my stomach just kind of starts hurting a little bit. So uh, I just kind of ignore it because, you know, you're in like adrenaline skate mode. You just want to land your trick. That's it. So one of the times I get to the back of the runway and I just throw my board down. My stomach's feeling real grumbly, but I'm like, you know what? I just got to do it. So I kickflip and (laughs) right when I land, I stuck it and fell off. But that's not the only thing that happened when I stuck it. Apparently, like the weight of my body as I hit the board pushed a turd coming out of my butt, but then like I clamped my cheeks really, really fast. And so it just chopped the end off and I could feel it like rolling down my leg, like this little piece of turd. And I was like, Oh God. And so this is, by the way, this is in the back of like a furniture store, which is going to come into play here in a second. So I tell my friend, like, dude, I have an issue. He's like, what? And I'm like, dude, I'm pretty sure I just pooped my pants. And my friend starts laughing, of course, and he's like, no, you didn't. I was like, no, I seriously did. So I feel it kind of like uh, it's like one of those like suction cup things that can roll down walls. Like I felt like it was that, but a turd going down my leg, just like passing through a forest of like leg hair. And so I just start running towards the front of the furniture store because they got a bathroom in there. And uh, this is Hemisphere Furniture, if if anybody out there remembers this uh, in – Plano. I can mention this now because they're not there anymore. I think it's like a big lots or something now. So anyways, I run in. I can still feel it traveling down my leg, right? And then adrenaline hits even more so. And so I just start booking it through the store. Like people are, I I think I remember people were asking me if I needed help or anything running through. I just keep running through. I'm ignoring everybody. I got to get to this bathroom. I got to get this turd off my leg. I get into the bathroom and I pull my pants down and the turd is gone. And I'm like, Oh my God, what, where'd it go? Cause I know it was on my leg when I entered the store and apparently now I'm in the bathroom and it's not there, which means that the turd fell off my leg somewhere in that store. And so I do kind of like a wipe down, you know, got to get cleaned up a little bit with some water and some tissue paper. And then I walk back out. I follow my same path and I could not find that turd. Now, keep in mind, there's lots of couches everywhere, lots of furniture. There's like cabinets, there's everything. So my running theory to this day and my friend's running theory is that the turd fell out of my leg while I was running to the bathroom and it rolled under one of the furniture pieces and either somebody found that eventually or it has been there for years and is still in there even when they did renovations for big lots and it is a forever a ghost turd inside of big lots. So anyways, that's my poop story. I've got another one too, but I feel like this one was probably pretty long. So hope you guys use it in your podcast. Um, love you guys' music and, uh, yeah, that's my story. All right, this is Americanda, episode number 77 with your best buds, Corey and Travis of the Vandaliers. And we just heard a great poop story from Eric Coons, our buddy who skateboards. Um, and man, you know what's funny is I know exactly what he means when the poop, like, rolls, rolls down the leg. leg. <laughs> like, how fucked up is that? Is that when he said that, I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I know that. I know. <laughs> forest of hair yeah. Damn, that was poetic the description was fucking fire what a master storyteller yeah you really killed that i feel like i've almost uh been in situations like that when i was in high school and used to skateboard where i was just like i gotta fucking go right now <laughs> but you're always like a park so it's like one of those 
creepy like bathrooms it never gets cleaned and maybe oh, there's yeah. like a prostitute hanging out in there you know there's always that thing of like i gotta shit really bad and it's like uh it's gonna happen any minute do i run to this toilet or will running make it come out now yeah but like if i walk maybe it'll take too long and i won't be able to hold it that long so it's that speed of like I got to walk kind of fast, but not too fast. Yeah, I've got this, like, in-between walk because you don't want it to be obvious that you're, like, you're penguin walking. Oh, yeah. You know, because that's the walk you want to do and you got to do that. And then you're not going to take full strides either. Opens the butt cheeks too much. too much. <laughs> so you got to have, like, this confident middle ground walk to get somewhere and look really focused so nobody bothers you. Because, that, like, that happens all the time where, like... Well, you'll be backstage or you're doing whatever or like you're out in the crowd and you're like oh, I got a fucking shit and then somebody's like bah, 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 oh Travis I gotta ask you about this thing and then you're like I'm gonna fucking blow ass right now how do you get your trumpet to sound like two trumpets <laughs> cause one of them's not a trumpet <laughs> oh, I'm about to shit my pants though <laughs> that guy over there will tell you yeah yeah, yeah. Talk to, talk to Eric. sorry talk to Eric. bye I gotta go I gotta go at this point honestly I'll just I just honestly I just tell people I'm like Hey, I'm really sorry. I got to take a fucking shit. Like, I got to walk away from this conversation. I will be back in like 15 minutes. Is this whole episode just going to be like seven segments all about shit? We haven't talked really about anything else, and I don't have any other stuff much to talk about. And I got another poop story, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I didn't expect for this podcast to just be about poop, but now that it is, I've got endless material. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got kind of a, a decent one. It, it, Josh Walker reminded me of it when he was telling his story. And we were listening back to that podcast in the band the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that I was going to tell this one. And I haven't told it yet. So we, uh, my senior year of high school, my uh, family moved. We lived in the same house from, like, the time I was born to the time uh, that I was past 18. Uh, so 18 years I lived in this house. All I know the last week of high school my parents moved houses right and they had been like building a house like fort worth north of fort worth and they had been going to it a bunch of times and like to see the progress and do all these things and i was just like fuck your house i'm not moving i'm never gonna go see it like i was just being an asshole about it you know how angsty like your parents are like you don't we're not gonna have this house anymore <laughs> yeah. like i don't know i'm so adamant that they don't move but i'm like fuck your house like i'm never gonna go look at it even and so i'm like i'm gonna move out the day i'm 18 that kind of shit and i i to be fair like i moved out like two or three months after i turned 18 never moved back in well i moved back in for two months when we would uh well, after we went on that tour with all 97s and i couldn't afford rent for a while yeah. Yeah, I moved. I've moved back to my parents probably twice yeah. since I was eighteen. Yeah, right before when I right when I met Rachel in some other fucking time. Yeah. So I was really adamant about just like never going to see this house. Never going. I ended up living there like two months, but um, so I'm like eighteen. Just ba- you know, I have not driven long distances. I've gone to Dallas a couple times, which is you know twenty yeah. minute drive, whatever, from where I lived at the time, Grand Prairie. Yeah. Uh, so it was going to be the first time that I had driven to their house. Like we had, uh, we lived in a motel for like five days or something like in between we had to get out of this house and and then you can't move into the new house because it's not quite ready Mm -hmm. or whatever. So it was like a five day period. We're in this motel and then they moved on 
And I stayed in town for like a day or two because I had like school and then because it was like the last week of school. So after the last day of school or whatever, I had like a, a night thing, uh, like an award ceremony or something. So I stayed behind and I was like, I'll just drive to the house later at like nine or 10 at night or whatever it was. But I had never driven there, not even in the day. I didn't have like a GPS. I didn't have like, <laughs> I didn't, I had like vague instructions of kind of where this house like when is. when you had to raw dog the roads. Yeah, it was like, no I knew idea. kind of what order of highways to take, but I had never done the drive by myself. Yeah. I didn't I didn't really know where I was going. I'd seen the house like once or something, yeah. you know. I mean, and it's also uh I've been there a couple times. Weird weird area. Like I I would never be able to get there without a map because yeah. it's in such a weird spot for me. I think I was being such a dick about it. She was like, "I'm not getting a map. I'm not following your instructions. I'm just winging it or you know, being a total asshole." <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> so, I leave this uh ceremony. I'm like and it's, it's like a 40-mile drive, like, yeah, and I'd never driven that far before, and i just been a cunt. And uh, I get about halfway there. It's pitch black. Um, there's, like, two ways you can go, and one of the ways, I don't know if it's still this way, but at the time, you could cut through the Air Force Base or whatever. Okay. And, uh, but, like, once you got in, you had to go all the way through and get to the other side. Yeah. And you paid, like, two bucks or whatever it was. Or you had, like, a little ticket you had to get and yeah. showed the guy, and I think you had to pay, like, two bucks. I don't think you can do that anymore. But... You could back then, and anyway, so I got stuck in that way where once you get in there, you have to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I got into the front of that Air Force Base and got the ticket, I go, oh, no, I'm about to shit my pants <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but it was like Uh-oh. 10 at night. There's nothing open in there because it's an Air Force Base or whatever, and you got to just go all the way through. And I was like, I'm not going to make it all the way through. Yeah. Like, I just know this. Like I can tell. So... I'm just looking around. There's, like, just fucking nothing. Nowhere to stop, even. I finally see a building, and it was, like, an empty parking lot kind of thing. And it was, like, a business, like, an office, you know? Mm. I pull into this office, and the parking space that I pulled into said, Employee of the Month. (laughs) And I just squatted right in the Employee of the Month shit right in their parking space. Whoa! And then I had some, like, industrial, like stainless steel cleaner like because i had worked at a you know a stainless steel shop for a while i still did at the time and i like wiped my ass with one of those which is probably like full of Ooh, chemicals yeah oh, <laughs> old move uh because that was all i had around yeah. and then i was just like well we'll never speak of this again and just like drove the fuck up home and uh, I got lost, and I made it home, like, way the fuck later. It took me, like, hours to go this, like, 40-mile <laughs> drive. So you shat in a parking lot. Like, you got out of your car and shat. I, yeah, opened the door and just kind of got right there and shat. So did you, like, sit on the sill of your door or something? Like, what did you... Uh, man, how'd you... this was 20 years ago. I think I squatted, but... You squatted? Yeah. Uh, did you get any in your pants? I don't think so. And uh, that's a... I noticed how hard this is, especially now uh, when we were in Italy and I did the squat toilet. And it was like, what a disaster. all I was thinking of that whole time was I'm going to get some in my pants. Yeah. I mean, that's, isn't that like, that's the the worst fear is like, oh, I made it and I, it's still it's everywhere. Still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still everywhere. I've seen a good, a good way to do this. And if you ever need help, you can, uh, you can just hold hands with your bud and they'll hold you up and you can shit. 
Oh, yeah. Or, or a, a tree limb. Yeah. Tree limb. But you were in a parking lot, so. Right in, I, I, I did feel proud about that later. I was like, fuck you, employee of the month. Like, <laughs> you <fucking> bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I have a, this is not my story and I'm not going to tell it. But I, uh, and you know this story, but I definitely know someone else who has shit in a parking lot in their car into a Chick-fil-A bag. Uh, if it's who I'm thinking of, I think they told it on the, on the show the other day. They told it on the show, If they, if it wasn't, if, if we stopped recording, they told it in front of some people, (laughs) at least on a, on a microphone (laughs) on a stage. Yeah, it was Rachel. She filled up a whole Chick-fil-A bag full of shit in a Kroger parking lot in her car in front of a homeless guy. Yeah. And the homeless guy just laughed at her. Just fucking laughed <laughs> that, at that her. That live show was a little bit hazy for me, so I don't... Oh, my God. That live show was... I think we got fucked on that one. I think I don't know that that was necessarily our fault. <laughs> uh, well, what we do have control over is this right now. And uh, I think we save it by playing some songs about yeah. <laughs> fucking fire. 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 Which, Burn it with fire. Every once in a while, that's what one butt full feels like. Fire. <laughs> and then before you hear our voices again, we're going to play another fan-submitted shit story. Apparently, after the age of 30, everyone has shit their pants. And what Except I, for fucking Rob. That dude yeah. fucking parties hard as fuck. He's never shit his pants. He just had, I don't buy that. He's had bad gas one time? Yeah. That was Fuck the, you, Rob. That was the worst guest shit story we've Come heard. Come on, Rob. Although, the rest of that interview was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like, uh, you know, some of the responses were, I'm too embarrassed for to share mine. And it's like, but a lot of people, it's like, just went ahead and did it. And also, it turns out everyone's done it. It's not really a big deal. Everyone has done it. It's only a big deal if it's, like, a big deal to you because, yeah, everyone's done it, and it's just funny. Like, it's just funny. Embarrassing stories are fucking funny. If we accomplish nothing else with this episode, it's that I hope that we destigmatize shitting your pants in public uh, in front of people because... I'm just going to start doing it on stage. Yeah. Really like, promote it. Like Joe Jonas did the other day. Yeah. Oh, man. What a <laughs> fuck. Man, that's sketchy. <laughs> I, uh... I've been close. I've been, like, really, really close on stage a couple times. Yeah. Anytime there's a new meme that mentions the 500 mile song, I get it sent to me like a hundred times. I'm like, I get it. There's a new, uh-huh. like everyone thinks they're the first person sent uh, to me. Well, the past like few weeks, I've been getting anytime somebody, a celebrity mentions shitting their pants, a bunch of people sent it to me now. So I'm like, now I'm getting those on top of it. I got like 10 of the Joe Jonas shoot his pants on stage. I'm like, cool. Like, let's have him on the show. Uh, yeah. Come, hey, Joe, you want to come fucking hang out and talk about you shitting your pants on stage? Get a real good interview about it. Anyway, let's play some songs about fire. Uh, then we're going to hear uh, a story about our, uh, our buddy Isaac Rudd, who shat his pants in order to win a football game. It's so exciting. <laughs> How great. All right. This is the story of how I shit my pants to win a football game. Uh, it was 2013, and I had just transferred high schools. This was my first game as the varsity quarterback for a new school, which also happened to be my birthday. This was August 17th, and uh, it was about third quarter, and I came over to the sidelines, and I said, Hey, Coach, man, I'm not feeling good. I got I to gotta take a shit. And he said, Well... Run up to the concession stand bathroom. Hurry up. We're on defense. 
we need you back out there during offense. I said, all right. So I ran up there and went to the bathroom, full pads, took my shit. My buddy who'd graduated came in, busted the door down, and he uh, took a picture of me on my toilet, my throne with my full pads. So I go back out. It's fourth quarter. Uh, we're down six to zero and coming into the fourth quarter. And we're on offense. We're driving the ball. And uh, I come back over the sidelines and I say, hey, coach, you know, I'm going to have to take a shit again. Like, I can't hold this. And he said, quote, if you want to win this football game, you're going to have to shit your pants. So I went back in and I'll remember the play till the day I die. It was a 44 read option. I faked the handoff and went around the end. And as soon as I got hit, I shit my pants. And uh, there was about four minutes left in the football game, which ended up being about 20 minutes. We go down and score, win the game. And I think I spent more time in the locker room that night than the, uh, than the janitors. I spent quite a bit of time in the shower and had to buy all new gear the next day. So that's the story of how I shit my pants to win a football game. Holy fuck! <laughs> at least, uh, at least they won the fucking football game. Dude, <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, my coach told me that. I was like, "Fuck off!" Like, I also love like the really weird homoerotic high school thing where like your fucking old friend busts through the fucking <laughs> door to fucking take a picture of you while you're taking a shit. I feel like that's happened to us on tour a few times. Uh, well. You've also taken shits without doors on the stalls. So. I, oh, man. I, I meant to write that down the other day. I want to do a whole segment about all the times I was... Uh, we'll just do it now. I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Let's go back and talk about this story and then come yeah. back to... Uh, the thing I was doing as a power move was just shooting in front of people for a while. Like You did. Man, <laughs> it was crazy. It was like... One of, it's, uh, I like it because, it, one, it's a test for you. And it's also a test for other people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, you're like, can I do this? And you know you can, but like, it's still like, you're a little sketched out by it, right? And then the test for the people is like, what the fuck do I do when I just see a person shitting without yeah. the door, with the door open? Yeah. You know, what, how do I, do I just leave? You said a guy just left once, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that was, uh, let's, hold on, I want to come back to this. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. sorry, sorry. Let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's start talking about this football story because yeah. well, also, what if you shit your pants? The coach is like, fucking shit your pants, and then you lose the game. Dude, the fucking thing to me is that uh, that doesn't surprise me at all that a coach would no. one say that. Yeah, coaches are fucking assholes, man. I mean, I swear, to, like, it used to be we'd be doing drills or something. Coach, I'm gonna throw up. Fucking throw up, you little bitch. Like, yeah, fucking oh, do it. <laughs> okay. If you do it, you can't drink water the rest of practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, fuck. <laughs> But, uh, man, that was always a bad thing. Like, uh, uh, I know when I would play baseball, it was just like that. You had to fucking run to the concession stand. And one, that's fucking weird because everyone's like, oh, he must be taking a shit. Like, you're not just leaving the field for fun. <laughs> you know? Like, you're going because you have to fucking shit or piss or whatever. And then you're even in baseball, you're wearing fucking gear. I'm essentially wearing a fucking thong with yeah. my boxers wearing Why a Why do cup. baseball players wear belts? Uh, 
because it looks good. <laughs> I think like that's the only real reason. It like, doesn't seem comfortable to like move around in. It's not, and your pants are elastic, yeah. so they already stay up. Uh, and drawstring would be better. Also, the belt is elastic. Oh. Yeah. So even the pro ones, they look so leathery. Uh, maybe not the pro ones, but I know the ones I always had. No matter what league I was in, where it was like an elastic baseball belt, and I think it's and they're just, so thick too. They're like a yeah. good two, two or three inches yeah, thick, like, like, like that. And I think it really is just to, like, look nice. If that was the case, you'd think they would be more baseball players doing the stirrup socks or, like, having the high pants or, like... Well, I think that's, like, that doesn't have to be part of the uniform, right? But the belt... They're required. Uh, is, is, ...is a requirement. Because, honestly, with a belt, it kind of fucking sucks, like, if you have to do a head-first dive... Because it just digs in the ground and your fucking pants fill yeah, with fill, fucking yeah, dirt. I've seen that. And then if you're you're wearing those pants that are tied at the bottom, so they're it's just like at the bottom or in your underwear, and you're like the entire game just like emptying out your fucking pants of fucking dirt. Yeah, it sucks. And uh, I've almost shit my pants playing baseball. Sure. <laughs> when you slide into first and I, no, felt something burst. And... I've, I don't know if that ever happened, but I wouldn't be that fucking surprised, man. I feel like my shits used to be a little better than they are now. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of that song. When you're trying to... Not a... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the diarrhea song. Um, <laughs> um, Sliding into first and you feel something burst. Diarrhea. You don't remember the song? What the fuck are you talking all the little kids were chanted on the playground. Oh, no. I don't know this one. Oh, okay. Well, I never I, heard this one. Oh. Well, I thought you were just singing the one that Dave Chappelle does, where you, was like when you're running down the street and you feel your poo-poo leak or something. It's, <laughs> it's diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a whole, like, baseball one, though. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I didn't know this that This is right at your wheelhouse. Baseball yeah, and diarrhea. Yeah, this is amazing to me. I don't know how I didn't know this. But I feel like with football, that's got to be rough because, like, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. You're just getting slammed into. How do you not shit your pants more? Yeah. I bet a lot of guys do. Uh, I feel like I've heard stories about guys who are like, yeah, I just would like piss my pants and just like play the game with pissed pants. Like, <sighs> man. I've definitely seen like, uh, fuck, was it Donovan McNabb's Super Bowl just like leaned down, puked, and then like went back to the play? Like, I've done that musically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. That's definitely been a fucking thing before. But yeah, I can't imagine like, and maybe it's because like shitting your pants, football, I assume his pants were white. That's all I was thinking about when he was telling that story is that you shit your pants, you were in high school, this is 10 years ago, I don't feel like this jerseys were as crazy as they are now. Your pants were probably white. Were your pants white? Did you, could you see the shit in your pants? It's what I want to know. Yeah, I, want, I want to know if everybody in the crowd could see that you shit your pants. What if the center was the one that shit and then the quarterback's got to do finish oh. out the game, coming up under center? No. Oh, especially if you're like leaking like I was the other day. Oh, it's just like all over the ball. Oh. Everybody on the team's got pink eye the next day. You know, it must have been bad too because like guys don't like being in the shower in there, you know? Oh. Fuck. The it fucking team shower. Like. So gross. Like, what a weird fucking thing. Uh, I mean, the only guys that like that is the dudes with, like, 10-inch dicks, right? They're like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Which, more power to you. Yeah. Good for you, bro. Dude, okay, so... Yeah, that's the thing I was doing for a while was just shitting... Uh, when you go into these venues and... 
a lot of times they don't want you to shit there and you can tell because like they'll like they're required by law to have a toilet yeah but they want peas only in there and they, uh, they won't even put a toilet seat yeah, in I'm saying, no seat on yeah. I, I, I pooped on some no toilet seat ones you fucking did that at mercury lounge i pooped at mercury lounge when i tell people that i pooped at mercury uh, lounge yeah, that's a lot of people like holy that. fuck how where i'm just like right in the fucking toilet like did i think you watched the I think door i watched the door for you because it is one room. There is no division between the toilet and anything, and the urinal, or the sink, or uh, yeah. and when you open the door to the public, like the whole bar can, can see, see that <laughs> the actual toilet. Yeah. yeah, I think I did run interference for you. I was like, somebody's shitting in there. But usually, you in, in this in this time period, you weren't, and I was just like, I was like, hey Travis, uh, there's no door. I'm gonna totally shit in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I feel like it happened to Josh, too, one time where he, like, he was, like, shitting his pants on the road, and he, like, had to run in the gas station. The door didn't, like, lock, so he just had to sit there and shit with his fucking foot up against the fucking door. Uh, you also... It was, like, a couple clubs in a row that we play where, like, there's one in Atlanta where it was, like, there's a little wall between the oh, yeah. uh, shitter and the pisser, but no door. And How you couldn't you? see in there either, so you would you would assume that it's two pissers. And you'd walk over there, and if a guy was pissing, you'd just see his back, and so yeah. no big deal. But I was in there shitting, and, like, a couple people tried to walk over there. I'm like, boop, bottle boop. <laughs> Sorry about my dick. Yeah. You can't, look, your dick's, yeah, like, yeah, pointed yeah. down in the bowl. You can't really you see can't the dick. See it. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Especially if it's real tiny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. People are like, what's that? Oh, it's just a tuft of hair. Uh, I feel like there was also, there's also been a bunch where you go in, and I've shit in these a bunch, uh, but the doors are like the size of Old West saloon doors, oh, yeah. you know? So it's like two foot of door. It covers like your knees to like the top of your chest. Oh, yeah. So you can see a, a guy's head yeah. poking over the door if he's shitting. Yeah. <laughs> and like if you were just walking by and you looked over, you could see. The whole body. Yeah, the whole body. Yeah. Like just white legs and all. <laughs> Uh, the, the clown, that clown bar, the fun house in Seattle is that way. Fuck that place. Or the, uh, that's Lake, probably Lakewood the Landing is that way That's probably too. the place I'm thinking of, actually. Oh, chat room was also like that. Oh, yeah. Where old Jack got a weird blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to say any more than that. <laughs> um, but we were doing that for a while, and, uh, those, so... <laughs> And the other thing is, a lot of these bathrooms, the locks are fucking shitty. So those three different times in recent tours were like, I would lock the door, but the the locks were just so shitty that you just like open the door and it just opens anyway. Yeah, yeah. In fuck, that happened to me at uh, Burgess the other day where like I locked it, but only like halfway because oh. you had to like do that separate jiggle to get it to go all the way. And it was a lot of jiggling. Yeah. I feel like I spent a lot of time in there just jiggling the door, trying yeah. to get it, trying to get it to lock because... There's a lot of people there, and there's only one bathroom, yeah. which is fine. It's all it needs, but, uh, yeah, it's like you don't want, like, a 53-year-old lady walking in while you're taking right in the middle shit. of it, yeah. Like, it's different when it's a dude. You're like, sorry, bro, yeah. but it's a lady. You're like, oh, my God. And I think it was, I think it was Josh. That, so, like, luckily, no big deal. And Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so that one of them was, we were in a, a gas station, and it was that one that has, like, well, one in that chain that has the series of signs as you're going down that says, like, dude stuff, blankets. Yeah, blankets, snakes. Yeah, yeah, just, like, all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, so I was in one of those shitting. 
and uh, I totally locked it. And a guy just like rips the door open, you know, like how they, and he, yeah, yeah. but it's like, it's, an like old, it's an emergency. <laughs> yeah. Opens the door and like, I'm just, I, I didn't even react. I was just like, cause I'd been walked in on like two times, like that month. Yeah. Other times. So I was like the third time. So I just looked at him and go, Hey, like, <laughs> no big deal. like hey, I wasn't even like, Oh, yeah. it was just like, a, Oh, Hey, I, uh, and he, but he, the guy goes, oh, oh, slams the door. And then like, I was kind of finishing up. So like I finished up. I walked out. I could see him in his car driving away. Dude, I get it though. <laughs> yeah. like, I get it. Like, what are you gonna say to that guy when you when you're I'm so sorry. Oh fucking shit! Uh, <laughs> the last you remember the last time we were at one of those places? Yeah. Oh, the whole line of people trying to the weird convention of people trying to shit in there at the same time. Yeah, and then like the one guy dying in the sink. Oh yeah. It was like right after COVID, and it was just a dude like hacking his lungs into the sink maybe with blood <laughs> I don't remember but it was bad where like all of us are sitting in the bathroom going what the fuck is going on in here like how are all there's like toilet paper everywhere like for some reason everybody's in sandals in a men's bathroom which is just like the fucking no like I can't do it I can't do it I can't do the fucking sandals in a men's bathroom I won't wear them out, no. I won't wear them out because of that uh-huh. I, I have flip flops I won't wear them out because of that not, no, not doing that. I'm gonna get some splash for sure on there. Oh Ugh. god, it's like a cave in a men's bathroom. Everybody Gross. knows that. Everybody knows that. It's like everything's dripping. Everything's a little wet. You don't know if it's water pee or shit. It's a mix. It's, it's a little. It's slurry. a little bit of all of it. <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah, fucking. Are women's bathrooms like that? hundred percent. So I hear there's a lot more blood in women's bathrooms. That's that's what I hear. Which I, is, what's worse? I don't know. Like, I don't know what's worse. Uh, I don't know. Let's, uh, this took a dark turn. I was going to say, let's change topics. I know we're not going to change topics. Yeah, we're going to come back and story. tell another poop story. So I'm kind of embarrassed. That it just evolved. Yeah. I didn't want it to be this way. This is the, like, the most primal thing you could talk about, I feel like. Well, let's, let's here's, I'll make you a deal. Let's, let's, uh, let's play us some songs. They're going to be about fire. They're not going to be about poop. Yeah. Then we're going to come back. We're going to hear... Another poop story by our buddy Michael Cheney, where uh, he pooped on a date with his girlfriend. So, uh, yeah. kind of like you did the other day. <laughs> it wasn't even a date. That's a sad... Well, yeah. that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Glad we've been together a long time. <laughs> and then we'll just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So this was back in high school, which for me would have been late 80s, actually about the middle of the 80s in Austin, was just running around with some friends in her car. She had another friend of hers in the front seat. They were a senior and a junior. They were definitely upperclassmen, and I was a freshman or a sophomore, so uh, I was thinking I was pretty hot crap. And we were running around just, I don't know, forget if we were toilet papering people's houses or just honking outside or just you know general mischief nothing too big for some reason i remember we were headed back somewhere and whatever it was that caused me to laugh so darn hard that i crapped my pants in the back of her car i believe it was a ford maverick 
not quite the Mustang, the other kind of thing. I remember the back seat. I remember the feel, the panic. I remember going to Taco Bell very quickly, taking off that underwear, throwing everything away. I apologize to the uh, Austin Westlake Taco Bell for whatever happened in 1984, somewhere around there. Um, my friends and I have never spoken of this. This is the first time I've said anything out loud about it. I'm not too embarrassed since it's been 40 years, but it was definitely something that I will never get out of my brain. Crapping in my friend's car on a beautiful weekend night with nothing to do, having all the fun in the world, and there's my poop. Love you, Vandaliers. So I don't think I've ever, uh, like, shit in my girlfriend's car before or like in a friend's car before uh but there's definitely been two times where i almost shit in the van <laughs> like at least twice once in utah and once in like wyoming where i was just like guys i don't fucking care where it is that time utah like, yeah yeah like you gotta fucking stop <laughs> as soon as you can and found to- a gross little outhouse on the side of the highway i don't even know how we found that Dude, and it was, like, fucking nasty. Because uh, it was not a real toilet. It was just a hole in the ground uh, with a toilet on top of it. And, man, there was just shit splattered fucking everywhere, man. And you added to it. I did. I did. <laughs> I was, and uh, it's one of those things where, you know, like, I almost, I try to not make the band ever stop because I got to pee or because I got to shit or whatever. But both of those times, it's one of those things where, like, it's the worst pain you've ever experienced in your life kind of shit. Oh, yeah. Where you're holding on to things harder than you knew you could hold on to things and maybe breaking them. Yeah. And that, that's the... And, like, sweating and, like, oh, fuck, man. It's bad. Uh, I had one of those uh, coming out of, the, out of the golden light, and I was driving. Yeah. And we were outside of Amarillo by a, a good bit, an hour or so. We got in that stretch where there's just nothing, no stops for many, many miles. Yeah. And I was like, dudes, I'm, I was like yelling at you guys. I was driving, going like, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I was just screaming it over and over. I'm going to shit my pants. The best part was you weren't sitting down. You were like, you were like pushing up against the like back of the seat so you wouldn't be on your ass. <laughs> I mean, sweating the most I've ever sweat, gripping the, hand, uh, the steering wheel so tight. And I was like... I'm going to pull over and just shit in this ditch. And then like six phones come out and they go, <laughs> and they're like, we're going to tape you doing it. And I go, no, fuck. <laughs> I remember, I remember everyone would be like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you guys. And then I just like roll and finally see this loves up in the distance. I was like, I think I can make it, but I don't know. Roll in there, open the door, jump out before I even put it in park. Yeah, it the van started <laughs> rolling. I jumped back in, put it in park. I remember it was funny. You got in there so fast that like nobody didn't even <laughs> open the door to the van or anything. And like, you know, somebody had to fill up and, uh, the, the fucking wildest part about it was, uh, like walking up to the door of loves and smelling shit and like knowing cause you had been farting yeah. knowing that that was your stench <laughs> <laughs> like at a truck stop 
That entire truck stop shit. stank. Yeah, I could smell Corey's shit at a fucking truck stop. That Not play, in the bathroom. Like, yeah. by the counter. Yeah, that place's job is to take huge loads from truckers, and I could still smell <laughs> their shit. I did a good one that day. Yeah, I was <laughs> fucking brutal, bro. Where? Uh, uh, yeah, that was, yeah. Well, you were leaving Am- Amarillo. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you said that. And then our boy Michael had to uh, shit in his girlfriend's car and then clean up in a Taco Bell. Like, <laughs> I can relate to what, that. You know what's funny about that is usually as a story, I was at Taco Bell and I shit my pants. <laughs> and then I had to, and this one, he's like, I went to Taco Bell. I thought, I, they, sh- <laughs> I thought they'd know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were the experts. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to go in there and see if they have, they've, they've just got like a poop cleaning kit. Hey, on fellas, the I bet you deal with this a lot. Anyway, yeah. I just did that thing that everyone does when they leave here. What do you do? So what is, <laughs> How do you, you normally handle you this? You got anything in the back to clean this up with you? They just, Tom Bell just keeps extra like hospital onesies in the back in case you, you just sl- got take like a shit. A standard diarrhea kit in there, like waiting, ready to go. Uh-huh. Like Just some sawdust <laughs> that they throw in the ground. Right? Extra pair of underwear and some towels. And- you know what's funny is like I've definitely shit at Taco Bell's before, but uh, never because of Taco Bell. Taco Bell does not give me the shits, and you're weak if it does. I think that's a myth too. They like yeah. it was uh, yeah. Like why? Just because it's like kind of sketchy Mexican food. Like it's not. I've it's been to a, sketchier Mexican places. It's a lot healthier than a lot of fast food you eat on the road, it, and a lot of gas station food too. It is because none of it's fried. Uh, a lot of the meat isn't meat and then there's lots of vegetables that come on it yeah like i mean it's not healthy for you but it's better than eating like a pizza it's better than eating a burger it's better than eating like a giant sub sandwich like you're getting protein you're getting a little veggies yeah you're doing pretty good i love taco bell i haven't been in a while i haven't either let's uh, let's hit one up on this yeah, next run i think you... i'm sure we'll <laughs> be doing that <laughs> have we been on a tour where we didn't go to taco bell Probably, yeah. but probably not a lot. It was that tour, was it 2017, 18, where like, we had won that contest, and they oh. gave us like $500 of Taco Bell gift cards. It lasted us a long time, man. It was awesome. Taco Bell, if you want to sponsor us, I'm into it. You got vegetarian options. You got not vegetarian options. You're everywhere. Uh, shoot us a sponsorship, Taco Bell. I will eat a fucking taco every single day for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it. I'll live stream it. We'll put it on the podcast. Whatever we fucking need to do. Whatever you guys need. Whatever weird shit. You want to test some new food? I'm there for it. We're good at testing. uh, Dude, every time I'm going to Taco Bell, that's one of the best parts about Taco Bell. Always a new thing on the menu. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I try something new almost every time I'm at Taco Bell. And if you do that digital thing, you can like customize it in mm-hmm. weird ways. Mm-hmm. I've been like adding the sauce from this one onto the bun of this yeah. one onto the whatever. Like, and it's like free. Yeah. They don't even care. Maybe they get it wrong. Who cares? Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. I need to hit a Taco Bell on the way home. They'll do a bunch of weird stuff for you, but they won't make you a goddamn double-decker taco, even though they've got the fucking ingredients all back there, even it's- if you try to pay for it extra. What is that? Why is that a thing? Like, the cheesy gordita crunch is the same fucking thing, just with a different tortilla and cheese instead of beans. They can't just do that with beans instead of cheese? They 100% can. And if you're like, I'll slip you a $5, sir. Please just fucking do this. I'll pay for both items. I don't even give a crap. And then every once in a while, they'll come out with some special that's really close to it, but not the same. Yeah, they had those like cheesy, whatever it was called, uh-huh. and it was the double, it was a double dairy taco. It was just cheese instead of beans. Yeah. Put the beans back in there. I like the fucking beans. Don't act like you're using so much beans you can't spare some. 
Not that many people are ordering bean burritos, all right? Maybe people are ordering a lot of five-layer burritos. You guys don't even have the seven-layer burrito anymore. You ain't wasting it on that. What else do your beans even go on? Mex Mexican pizzas? I don't even know. I don't know. It's a travesty. That was my favorite fucking item. Yeah. Who didn't get a... I got... I, I, uh... Bring it fucking back. I started making them at, uh... Vaqueros. Oh. For a minute. But, like, doing them as Arberia tacos. So the shell was crunchy, but it was really good meat. And then melted cheese. And then another tor soft tortilla on it. Man, they were fucking... People were like... I didn't... We didn't put it on the menu or anything. It was just, like... <coughs> if you know, you know. quiet thing. Yeah, and people were like, oh, my God. What the fuck is this? And... Uh, yeah, they, they were fire as fuck. Speaking of sponsors, we should get some sponsors. Uh, what about like poopery? What about like Ooh. dude wipes? This is, oh, if you're yeah. a frequent pants shitter, you're gonna need some dude wipes on your hand. Dude wipes, get some dude wipes. See, I just did one. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, there's also all those ones for male underwear ads, right? That are all oh, yeah. on these podcasts. We could all use free underwear, free socks, all that kind of shit. I would also. I had to throw away a pair the other day. If you, if you shit your pants a lot, you're going to need to have a spare pair of underwear in your car. Get some MeUndies. Keep them in the glove box. The glove box pair of MeUndies. Keep some MeUndies in the glove box just for shitting. Yeah. <laughs> one to shit in, one to wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never leave the house without two pair of MeUndies on me. Yeah, See, I just I did might, another one. Yeah, because I might shit my pants. <laughs> I, I, I like where this is going. I feel like, uh, you know, they make those underwear with uh, ball holders. Oh, yeah. Maybe they should make one with poop holders. Oh, that's just called a diaper. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what if you don't want to wear a diaper? They just put a little sack down there, it goes <laughs> over your little butthole. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, you can empty it out as the day yeah. goes. Uh, is, is that a fart or a shit? Are you over 40? I don't know. It depends. Yeah. Get some depends. Should I, see, I just Dang. did another one. You're good at this. Yeah. I'm telling you. Throw me one this way and I, you know, say, uh, we need some fucking sponsors. Yeah. Like, I need money and free shit. Yeah. So any way I can get any of that... I will do whatever ads you need, even if I don't need the item. I will make myself need the item. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, fucking, this is the prosthetic legs. Uh, get your prosthetic leg. I'll fucking yeah. chop my leg off. Yeah, like, don't need a prosthetic leg. Use it to pick stuff up there off the floor. <laughs> use, it, use it to play pranks on your friends. <laughs> Just leave it outside of your car door and see what happens. <laughs> prosthetic legs. Everyone needs a prosthetic leg. You know, who, you know what? They could use those because uh, prosthetic legs, right now they're only selling them to people with one leg. Yeah. We could double their market. Hold sell on. It, sell it to people with two legs. Yeah. And then everyone has to have, you can make it like, how do you make this a thing? Why yeah. do people need a third leg? We're going to figure it out. Yes. Then you're doubling your fucking market. Way more than doubling because way more people have two legs than one. Yeah, I don't know a lot of one leg person. I don't know a lot of no leg people. I know a fuck ton of two leggers. To a lot of them. Like most of the people I know. <laughs> and if you could sell them a leg that they don't actually need, I think this is the way to go. Yeah. I think mean, this is the way to go. They sell those little mini hands. What if you did little, little, little mini things? <laughs> We need the money real bad. We're real hard up. We'll do whatever for it. Is, like, this, is this like inconsiderate and rude? <laughs> no, that, that's how down on our luck we are. We'll be a little rude about it. I mean, maybe we're bringing uh, more attention to the fact that, you know, people have disabilities and they need these legs. I, I, maybe we're doing a good thing. Yeah. And like if there was also if you have a leg and then you meet a one leg guy, boom, give it to him. And here's the deal. It's like. Why are they so expensive? It's because not that many people need them. So, like, demand low, 
so uh, they have to charge more for them. Yeah. If the demand was super high because everybody was fucking buying yeah. one, they mass produced them, then it would drive the price way down. Yeah. So what this would do is uh, the people that really needed them to like get around. Yeah. They're, they're not paying so much for Yeah, them. you don't have to go through insurance anymore for them. You can give them for like 50 bucks now. Yeah. Once, once everybody needs them. You know, it's like, it's like fidget spinners, you know. Everybody has them. They're but not that like, expensive. Once everyone got one, uh, price went way at every fucking gas station. And you now. can get them for a dollar now. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's what we need to do with prosthetic limbs. Yeah, I'm into it. We're helping you. We're doing a service. <laughs> We're helping. <laughs> We're See, helping. I helped. <laughs> We're helping. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, you gonna play? Like a weird turn. You gonna play some songs about fire, not about legs. Yeah, yeah, not about legs and not about poop either. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll come back, maybe do one more of these, and uh, we we can try to not do it about poop, but I don't fucking know. I don't care. Okay. Who cares? Fuck it. All right, our time is running low on this episode of Americana. We got uh, a, a little bit more time left to talk about poop or some other or not poop. I don't fucking know at this point. Yeah. We've uh, I didn't mean to talk about poop so much on the show. I was gonna let our fans do the heavy lifting, and so we could talk about other stuff. And it really got away from us. You know how we have to relate to everything we talk about. Oh. There's not like you can't like, we just throw a poop story out there and then you don't talk about it. Yeah, I mean that doesn't work. You're right. So I know I've got another poop story in the can. Ah, pun intended. Uh, uh, that I'm saving for next episode. Cool. And uh, that way we'll have one. And maybe we only do like one, two tops a week yeah, so think, that we can talk about it one break and then come back and talk about all kind of other stuff. Yeah, I think that this is the – we're trying to blow it out of the water this time to get people to send us more stories. They don't have to be about pooping, but they can be about pooping. Oh, I like that too, yeah. yeah. If we get a poop, a poop story and a non-poop story, maybe we'll play more than one story a week. But yeah. uh, if it's poop, I think we do one a week from now on. Also, if you want, if you want to be the one telling that poop story, record it on your vo- voice uh, memo thing on your uh, little phone, your fancy phone, and email that to forever at vandaliers.com and uh, include in your story uh, the voice memo part, not the email, your, you know, your name and uh, maybe what city you're calling from, maybe a couple details about yourself. Uh, and if you don't hear your story on this one or another one, we're saving them. We're not going to use them all at one time. Uh, so you just got to keep listening and see if your story is going to be on here or not. Yeah. Uh, the exception being we got one really good story this week and uh, the guy was like, don't use my name, don't get me in trouble, blah, blah, and like – I felt really too bad to play it, but like, holy fuck, we, <laughs> it was fucking great. Uh, we, we played it in the van. We were all like high five and this is a wonderful story. You know who you are. We loved your story. I don't want to say your name, but uh, it involved uh, a bunch of hard drugs and, and pooping in front of a couple. Yeah. And it was, oh, it was good. <laughs> it was good. And some of your lines in there were fucking fire. <laughs> I did like the, those, the, the story started out like, Anyway, so I was doing what I always do, buying a bunch of heroin and crack. <laughs> and then a whole story went, uh, went down. And then the end of the story was like, well, uh, I have a PhD now, so my life's doing a lot better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you're doing better than us now, man. Yeah. Glad you could turn that around because I'm fucking struggling. <laughs> so anyway, that was awesome. We don't want to get you in trouble, but we did appreciate your story. And we did listen to it and yeah. uh, enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, we're just, we probably are not going to put it on the show because it was kind of like, it was like, damn, this is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> In a way that we particularly enjoy. But, yeah. You know. uh, but not sure uh, everyone else would appreciate. <laughs> I loved it. I, I thought it was yeah. fucking amazing. 
I don't know what else to talk about here. Uh, we can reiterate. We got tour coming up. Hit our tour dates. Vandalers.com. I think backslash shows or something like that. We're anyway. T- we're probably taking a couple weeks off from doing this. Uh, so you probably won't hear for us for three weeks or so. But as soon as we get back on tour, we'll be doing this show again for sure. Yeah, and hopefully we can get some guests. I know we're, uh, we got shows with, uh, you know, Flog and Molly and uh, uh, the, uh, the fucking Bronx. So maybe we can get people from those bands to be on the show. Uh, I know we got people coming to see us backstage and stuff, so maybe we can get some of those people on the show. So we'll, we'll try to have some guests uh, and stuff I, lined up for you. I was thinking, yeah, we could do guests. We could even bring, like, just fans on. Like, whatever, if you got a good fucking story and you're fucking around, let me, you know, whatever. You got to hit us up first. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's cool to, like, interview people that people know and, like, mm-hmm. uh, ask them stuff that everyone's not already asking them. Like, I don't like doing the, the fucking Flog and Molly, to, you know, interview, and they're like, Ask, where'd you get your name? Like, how do you fucking... All the yeah. same questions everyone else. The have, dumb fucking music yeah, interview. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like, who the fuck cares? Uh, it, yeah, it's just like, I just want to hear something dumb and embarrassing about you. Tell yeah. me, like, your biggest regret. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, back when I was uh, working at that uh, music publication, a thing I... A column I used to do, I did maybe, I don't know, 50 of them or something. So I did a, quite a bit. Was touring bands would come in town... And I would uh, interview them. I'd set up ahead of time. And their publisher, whoever, would be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, they don't, they didn't read the whole email. They're just like, yeah, yeah, interview at this day at this time, whatever. And, yeah. and then pass barely any details along to the yeah. persons. They'd, they only would get to town knowing they were doing this interview. But I would ask them only questions about their van. <laughs> and then, like, through this, they would go, like, uh, like two or three questions in, they'd be like, "Oh fuck!" Like you're not asking me the this list of questions that I've been asked yeah, so many yeah. times. They would snap into this different person, and then just start telling me all these stories that they've never told anybody else. I feel like when you do most interviews, that you just get asked the same. Yeah, you just get asked the same questions over and over again. So you just have like these stock responses to everything that yeah, everyone asks. Get on autopilot. Yeah, and it's just like it's not only boring for us; it ends up sounding boring yeah. to the listener and like. You're just not going to get a good response if you, yeah, you're asking like, where'd your band's name come from? Or like, tell me about alt country. What's the definition of that? How'd you guys all get together? How'd you meet? Yeah. Like who the fuck cares? Who writes the songs? Tell me how you write them. Yeah. So does one per, does everybody write the song? How does that work? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like what, what, ask me about some road stories that are fucking terrible. You know, you know, ask about shit that like. Is really embarrassing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, two two questions in, they'd snap out of it, and go like, "Oh fuck!" Anyway, so anyway, Daryl's the other day doing this thing, and then they'd tell me this crazy story, and then I'd do you know a handful of these questions, and at the end of it, they go, "Fuck!" Like, we've never told like any of those stories to anybody, and it's like you were just asking us questions about like how many seats are in the van or whatever, like just dumb van questions, and somehow like it would just get them out of their comfort zone. I think like, yeah, I mean that's what this whole tell us about shooting your pants. Thing is, like, how how can I get you to where you are uncomfortable with this, but it's pretty fucking funny to keep you going into something else? And then know? yeah, because like I said, that's the first thing we asked Rob, and then we talked to him for thirty minutes about all kind of other His shit, jugs and stuff. I don't even remember. Yeah. I, I'd actually like to re-listen to that one because yeah. I haven't I haven't listened to it since. Same thing when I like Josh Walker. Like, we told him ahead of time. We're like, we're about to ask you about this, but then as soon as we start hit record, like. We went in a whole other direction and yeah, talked yeah, to him yeah. 30 minutes about, like, LGBTQ rights and all these other things. And it's like, oh, fuck. All this is unexpected, but it, be, it 
we were both comfortable with it because we were about to talk about shitting and we knew that so we were <laughs> coming at it from this angle of like we're both already comfortable with each other so yeah. I think that's uh, it seems like uh, low hanging fruit or like oh immature they're just talking about uh-huh. shitting their pants but like it really does come up from a place I think of uh, that was the reason for it was just to uh, get people out of their shell and yeah then, I mean I think I'm gonna see I'm actually gonna see Rob I think in a couple of weeks again so I'm fucking excited to see that old boy again Probably get fucking drunk with him. Record one of it one night and see if you can get a better shit story. <laughs> you know who we should interview about shit stories is uh, we should get Danielle and Sarah on here and tell see if we we've talked about them so much but they've never been on the show. Oh yeah, we should get them to do a shit yeah. story. I think they're gonna be uh, they're gonna run into us on this next tour. So uh, do let's do yeah let's have them on the show. That would be pretty epic have have some lady poop stories oh yeah before we go uh when we're on this break uh that's when you're supposed to do your fiddle national anthem at the uh yeah. at the <laughs> chattanooga lookouts game that we mentioned on the last episode yeah so uh i know you had an update on that like <laughs> yeah so i like i don't know beginning of this week i guess the guy whose dad hit us up Got let go from the team. He was a pitcher, right? Yeah, he's a pitcher. He got let go from the lookouts, which made me super sad. I wanted to go see him pitch, and he was the guy talking to the front office. And, uh, you know, he's already talking to other teams, and like, it, so it's not a big deal. He's like, take care of his baby and stuff. He's like, okay with it. Uh, so I was talking to his dad, and he's like, I'm going to hit up the front office again, but I haven't heard anything. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen now. I've been practicing. So I don't, you know, Yeah, I I hope it does. I hope it does. I'm like really excited about it. I'm nervous, but really excited about it too. Like I was talking to Kyle Nix from Turnpike the other day and he was like, Oh no, fuck that. Like that sounds super intense. And I was like, yeah, that dude like play stadiums and shit. (laughs) Exactly. He he was like, I play, yeah. He's like, I play huge places all the fucking time, but something about that fucking scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Same thing with like we'll play like these giant shows like not not today or whatever but every yeah. once in a while we'll do uh, like Flog and Molly like uh, St. Patrick's Day like yeah. four or five thousand people there yeah. and it's like packed and everyone's like looking at you and moshing it's like I feel like zero like uh, nervousness zero stage fright it's just like yeah, I feel boys. yeah I just feel yeah. natural about that like something n- nonchalant. And then you go to, like, a dive bar with, like, six people in there and try to do karaoke, and you're like, holy shit, my heart's pounding. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to pass out on stage right now. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I got to shit. I got to shit. I got to shit. <laughs> Something like, it's way more scary to do karaoke than it is to uh, play a fucking show. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was like, I got up, and uh, Lookouts sold out, like, their last two games, so it's, oh, like, 12,000 people. Damn. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, damn, that would be the most people you ever played for. I know. I'm like, am I about to like fuck around and play to twelve thousand people national yeah. anthem? I hope it happens now. You gotta, you gotta hit those uh, front office every day. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't have their number. Like oh, they, man. they do, and they were supposed to hit me up, and they haven't yet. So I've got some time. Okay. So we're seeing. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this works out. But if not, it's no big deal. Uh, maybe I'll submit myself. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. For other ones, I don't know. Yeah, you're also going to need some tickets at this point if it's selling out. I know. I need. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm in a, like a conundrum, man. All right. Uh, fuck. I th- we're about to have to play. Yeah. Um, fucking not ready. So I, I want to leave you with this. Uh, we're gonna, we're going to see you in three weeks. I think we're it's going to be between yeah. episodes. Uh, right. We take a little break. Hopefully, we get some good stories from our little vacations we're yeah. taking. And uh, in the meantime. 
like we've said many times in this uh, show already, send us your shit stories. We promise not to play all of them in one episode again. We promise not to do an entire episode about shitting again. But we like to uh, just keep this going. And I've already yeah. got one for the next show. But don't let that stop you. Uh, we definitely want to have more. And also, just if you got a good story in general, fucking t- record yeah. it and send it to us. We're not saying we'll put it on here, but maybe. So, you yeah. know, like, it'll be fun. We'd love to hear from you. At the very least, it inter- entertains us in the van because I play yep. him over the speakers and we all yep. laugh. And it's a great time. Uh, remember to like, rate, subscribe the show. Uh, it helps us a ton, guys. Like, it helps us a whole lot. It really does, yeah. Hit that subscribe button. It gets you nothing, but it gets us a few bucks, and uh, it'll get us uh, uh, half of a Red Bull each per month. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we do like three or four episodes a month usually, yeah. so uh, uh, one quarter of a half of a Red Bull each. Yeah. You know, so. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into <laughs> it. Yeah, that's free. Yeah. It's still free. <laughs> <laughs> so think of that when you say, oh, that seems like a lot of money to pay to get nothing. You're paying for... Uh, Literally uh, one eighth of a Red Bull each for us. Yeah. So uh, keep that in mind. It's it's very little. Yeah, uh, and like we still need all the fucking help we can get, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah that's all I got. Yeah. I uh, I'm sad that it's over, but I'm happy that it happened. Yeah, I mean, thank you guys for fucking <laughs> listening. We're still doing this fucking shit yeah. two and a half years later now. Yeah, yeah, we got the best fucking fans in the world. Like, that's true. As obvious uh, as evidenced by, I said, send me your shit stories, and I got six in two days. I mean, yeah. that's that's crazy. Great. That's crazy. It's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. I, I think we're done here. We got to go play a show in about 15 minutes. So yeah. let's go fucking open for Chris Knight, I guess. Yeah. We'll see you in a few. Sweet.